When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Today with me uh, on the podcast is uh, Paul Reed, the showroom guy. And uh, we uh, have been talking uh, just uh, between ourselves about the, the importance of having good, organized, efficient uh, layouts. Uh, yes, obviously, when we talk about efficiency, most people immediately turn their attention to the efficiency of technicians in the shop, but for a, for a jobber store, for an auto parts store or distribution facility, uh, being inefficient can be a real killer uh, in, in your customer service. It always falls to the bottom line. Uh, uh, but uh, I should probably let the expert <laughs> have, his, have his say on this part. So welcome to the podcast, Paul. It's nice to see you again. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. I always love being on the podcast. You know, I see, uh, you know, some of the work you do with uh, jobber stores, uh, you know, here. Uh, I've seen a few lately in, in Ontario. Yeah. Um, and the transformations are, are uh, you know, pretty dramatic. I mean, they look really nice. Um, yeah. But it's not just about the aesthetic, though, is it? Uh, in part, uh, you know, part of the efficiency is the aesthetic where you have to draw the customer in, right? So how am I going to draw them to a display? How am I going to draw them to a certain location of the store? And that, that's, you know, whether we have, uh, you know, a, a digital sign in the back or if we have, uh, you know, a, a poster or some kind of, you know, text written onto a banner above the display. I'm big into, as you'll see in my stores, is into putting the brand colors into the displays themselves. So like with Muscope Auto Parts, we do the red framing, white, white background, light, light gray shelving, uh, other. So I bring their banner colors into them and that, you know, that's a welcoming part. So once you've welcomed that client in, then it's about space planning. So you've got to plan out how many technicians or shouldn't say how many service people are going to work at the counters, how fast. And so we want to put efficiency in for that person at the counter the fast moving parts, we want to put shelving behind them or, you know, parts drawers where all the small nuts and bolts and things like that are clips. They're readily available within feet and literally three to five steps is the fast stuff. And you move it all the way down the line on the on that. It's not in the warehouse anymore. The warehouse is becoming to the showroom. So that's fast moving stuff. So you're not waiting for that. So it's, you know, it's a whole like I said, it's a rabbit hole where we go from, you know, customer from the point of the customer stepping into the showroom, how we get him to purchase him or her should say to purchase a product from us in the least amount of time. It's not the old days of wanting the customer to hang around. That's long gone. You want them in and out as efficient as possible and to, you know, purchase as much as possible. So you want to lay it out properly. So they're not, you know, me angering, what's the word, but, you know, wandering around aimlessly, just looking, which is okay, but and, you know because you've made it make made it efficient and you've made it beautiful the store. But 
you want to get them in and get them out. Your staff is, you know, managing that properly, you know, asking the questions if they can help them, things like that. Right, right. I mean, obviously, you want the customer to be you know, relatively finished. You do like the idea that, that they get to see, a, you know, a good selection and, and have a chance to kind of, you know, walk up and down, uh, you know, uh, look at some of the shelves and, and maybe pick up some items that they hadn't been thinking about. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I think about efficiency uh, of that, I think about, you know, a counter person and, and they're, you know, maybe they've got, again, like a walk-in customer like that. Maybe that, you know, it could, that, that doesn't necessarily mean they're retail. I mean, they could be certainly a trade customer who's come into the store for yeah. some reason, uh, but they're also dealing with, uh, you know, phone orders, uh, uh, you know, electronic orders and maybe doing a little bit of picking of that. Um, yeah. You know, how do you, I mean, it's a different world. <laughs> I still see, you know, I think we all see uh, the kind of, uh, I don't know if it's genetic memory within older stores. Uh, you know, you can see yeah. uh, this counter has been here for 60 years. <laughs> and yeah, kind of, the layout kind of looks time. the same about what it did when when that store was built or even if it was, frankly a different store but it's just you know when they built the new store they they sort of put stuff in the same place as they had in the old store um yeah they there a lot of a lot of clients will you know it's hard for them to pull away from the old habits um so when i design a store and especially when we go the service counter route i want it as efficient as possible that the, there's no clutter around it there's no place to accumulate clutter they're very clean a lot of space for the person to be, when he's sitting his feeder or her their feeder there. Uh, and then the, the best thing is that they can get around the counter quickly. I don't box them in. I put the counters in the middle of the floor, uh, you know, towards the back of a, uh, the wall when the customer comes in. As long as my customers are, or their customers are being uh, greeted by a service personnel quickly. So if they're on the phone, they can just quickly raise their hand and say, yeah, we recognize you. And then they can come around the counter quickly where the, a lot of them I've seen for the last 10 years is there's one opening, 20 feet of counter, one opening. And the, the person that's closest to the opening gets in and out fast. But the guy, the person at the very far end, it takes them, you know, even if it's a minute and a half to come around, that's a minute and a half every time that person comes around. That's a lot of lost dollars. Right. You know, right. You're paying that person X amount of dollars. And some people say, well, you know, I pay them anyways. But efficiency does go back to the employee. How efficient is it for him to get to recognize the customer, or greet the customer or ha- ha- help the customer? That's very important. So if you're paying someone $30 an hour per se to be standing at your counter and serving customers, every minute is costing you money. So the faster you can get out there, he or she can get out there and serve the customer, it's efficient. Right. And I'm just, you know, again, it, it, you know, when, when you sort of look at this in the terms of, of you know, the 20 or 30 feet uh, to walk, it, it doesn't seem like much, but, but you know, uh, after, uh, you know, again, putting my place of a counter person who's maybe a little bit tired at the end of a day, <laughs> it's yeah. just, like they just stop doing it. And they start yeah. leaning across the counter and just kind of pointing to the customer. Well, it's in that aisle over there. Yeah. Take a look at that, you know, and yeah, they don't for want to sure. do it anymore. You know, they, they don't want yeah, to walk all, just tired. all the way out and then all the way back. And, and you know, yeah. again, it's only, a, you know, a minute here and a minute there. But, but you know, the 15th time the day, uh, you know, where that's happening. I'll say, yeah, 15 times a day is, you know, there's seven $7.50 times five days a week times 4.2 weeks a month. 
times 12 months and you know six people it's, so, so it's a free it vacation have another have another opening in the counter right so yeah you know that be that, that there goes the vacation you know you could have taken a, a nice exotic vacation for those six seven thousand dollars you threw out the window yeah maybe you know and, and and i just look at it also uh you know while we're talking here and considering you know if 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 again the uh, there's a barrier between the counter person and serving a customer who maybe has some questions about products mm -hmm. that are on the shelf um if they're no if they're no longer you know easily or willing to kind of make that walk around the counter and be stand side by side with the customer and point out things um you know there can be some lost sales there too right so yes. uh you know instead of you know well you know i mean i don't want to put too fine a point on it but you know you can see how very much on occasion it would just be a somebody's like oh well, I, I, you know he didn't even seem to want to he or she didn't even seem to want to come around the counter and talk to me well so, exactly that's a that's the other point is they'll seem unfriendly even though it's the end of the day they're tired and they've seen 15 customers say they're they're not trying to be disrespectful to the customer but their customer may take it that way and may never shop at your store again especially if it's a first-time customer right you know, so you've always got to have it where it's efficient for the your staff to get around to greet the customers. You, you have to have the showroom. I've seen some showrooms where I've gone into a showroom up north in Ontario. Uh, a friend of mine just purchased a store um, and you'll go in and it was just warehouse racking in the middle of the showroom and you had to find the front counter. Oh my. And I just, oh yeah. You know, the person took me as another, he's a, uh, he's become a friend. He owns a few other stores that we've done in the automotive industry. Um, and I, I just looked at him and said, what the heck is this? He goes, yeah, I know. He says, you can't even see the counter. So, but this person felt that they want to do like a, almost like a Home Depot warehouse where they put everything in the showroom, pile it all in I go, but that takes out that conversation for the staff to be in a conversation with the client saying, you know, having that conversation where, Oh, did you find everything you need? Great. Anything else you need? Oh, yeah. By the way, do you carry this? If you put everything on display and clutter it all up, it's it's inefficient. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, I can go and, down and, that rabbit hole. And, 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 you know, and it occurs to me just there, if the customer can't see the counter, yeah. the counter can't see the customer. Well, that's it. And and unfortunately, a sad reality of anybody with any retail showroom space is is the very uncomfortable topic and reality of of shrinkage, which is a yes. nice fancy name for theft. Uh, yeah. And and if you don't have a good good ability to have eyes on your displays, um, you're gonna get stole, stuff stolen from. It's just going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to yeah. again. Uh, not your trade customers walking in. Uh, no. But I think we're all familiar with those, uh, you know, frankly, amazing, mostly at, you know, high-end electronic stores, so not necessarily auto parts yeah. stores and things like that, where, you know, a group of people just come in and yeah. just take stuff. It's, yeah. it's an incredibly bold thing, but this is the reality we live in. And so, you know, having eyes on uh, on it and being able to, you know, acknowledge that customer when they walk in it's it's friendly but it's also makes for you know good passive security in a way right yeah and then going back to the, your point there is you know if we have a counter that they can get around quickly if something does happen you can you can apprehend that person very quickly rather than 
trying to find your way past everything and get out from that one opening in the counter and then rush to the door to stop that, you know, thief before they get out where, you know, no, no, notwithstanding company policies on what you should do if you're being, <laughs> if you yeah, most, most now just say, let them go. Mostly they say, right? just let them go, but yeah, you won't even know what security. happened, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Till, yeah. you know, the end of the month and you realize, geez, we don't have three of these tools. Why don't we, I thought we had five tool, uh, t- yeah. t- toolboxes or you do your inventory your inventory counts low yeah it's like what's happening here you yeah. know um, um anyway it just makes good sense i think it's certainly more friendly yeah. i understand i think you know the the uh, the thinking behind having those kind of lots of racks lots of uh, inventory right up front in the store but yeah make it work in, in in a way that that makes sense and provides that customer service and you know i i, I walk into a one of those large big box stores I actually have to walk past the counter. They kind of turned yeah. it around, right? So the counter's at yeah. the front of the store facing yeah. the rack. So that's, it's, it's, you know, that's kind of the way to do it, I guess. We'll be right back after this. Did you know that Delphi Technologies is the only OE full-line fuel supplier? Go with the global aftermarket supplier with over 3,200 SKUs covering more than 280 million vehicles in operation and with parts tested in OE durability and reliability conditions to ensure a quality fit and performance. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've had some parts stores we've done in southern Ontario, uh, closer to Quebec, where uh, quite a large showroom uh, and they did uh, you know the almost like a light duty warehouse racking along the front windows and down the sides and then have the gondolas a short racking four feet high in the middle uh, so that's that's a good setup where you can you know pile everything up in, on the outside and have all your f- small things in the middle the brake rotors and your calipers and all those things there that's perfect you know but you're not cluttering up the view not, not being inefficient with people trying to work around the all these big racks in the middle and trying to even find a customer or a, a service person, right? Yeah, 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 sure. But, you know, again, <laughs> it takes all kinds, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's so many ways to do it. There's there's a lot of ways to do it, and and you know, even as we're just talking here now, I've start thinking about all of the kind of uh, bigger stores that I can recall now on the more retail, whether it's uh, hardware stores, uh, bit yeah. of, uh, uh, office product stores. All of those have you know more of a uh, again, it's it's uh, some are better than others, uh, and I yeah. will say that some of them do not have an easy way for the uh, counter staff to get out from behind the counters. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, so it's it certainly, uh, you know, there's always room for improvement everywhere. It's not that uh, somehow that the, you know, our friends in the aftermarket are any worse than anybody else. Uh, you know, yeah. big guys can get it wrong, but uh, but it certainly makes a lot of sense. And you can, you know, I mean, you, you can do what you, you know, play with different models. Right. So, uh, yeah. but how do you know? I, I mean, it's it's a fairly uh, involved process. I mean, even if I'm going with an existing store and I, I want to say, you know, I want to get more efficiency, I need to fit more inventory in because those needs are up, but I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, add onto the back of the building or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, how do I, how do I try things on for size? Cause it's not, you know, I don't want to just like build stuff and then say, Hey, you know, Oh, I guess it didn't work as well as I thought it was going to work. Oh, well, stuck yeah. With it. Stuck with it now. Yeah. Yeah, well, you will usually go into a space 
and you know because we'll say 95% of our stores are just re, or projects are rejuvenating an existing store it's it's not often that you'll have uh, like our last our latest one uh, was just a, a new showroom built on the front of a an existing warehouse so that was perfect it was all planned out so going into a space that's you know been there for 30 40 years and they've had all this you know stuff hanging around where you know so even suppliers love giving them displays that don't really work in the showroom but they love have their products in display so you know it's planning around all those things because you know the owner will just say yeah yeah just put it in the corner it was efficient in that corner so we'll go in and look at what they should keep and what they shouldn't keep in the front how the gondolas are set up uh, and reconfigure the whole showroom because sometimes you'll go in and you know the aisles are you know, uh, uh, you know, going in a straight line towards the counter or the crisscrossing. So they're, you know, they're blocking the counters. Sometimes the counter counter people are, you know, at the side instead of being right in front of the person, uh, the customer coming in, which is, you know, the best way is so there's eye contact right away. It's too easy for service staff and customers to be missed when the service staff is off to the sides. I always like when you open, the customer opens the front door, if possible, that you know if the counter is not right at the front door then it's in view so when i open the door it's right in front of me so i can if i have a question i can quickly go or even as today that there a lot of shops are you know going in to pick things up they can quickly get to the counter pick up their parts and leave without disrupting too much right and this doesn't take a lot of time away from you. don't necessarily have to walk to the back of the store which is yeah traditional uh, back of the yeah. shop, at least traditional place for for a lot of uh for a lot of counter staff right so yeah so if you know my my thing is if i can have a counter person within 20 feet of of a customer opening up the door uh and not you know if it's a large showroom that can't be helped you know if it were into a 2000 3000 square foot showroom then we've you know the counter person is going to be at the back because the warehouse is usually behind that or shelving for fast moving parts, we put those there. In some cases, we'll put fast moving parts, you know, within the counter itself. Uh, so they just, you know, they have a bank of drawers that are heavy duty that hold up with 400 pounds, all metal, and they'll just pull all the fast moving stuff out. And that's in a, a store that's, you know, doing, you know, millions a year in, in right. Uh, product, right? Right. So they need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super efficient. I mean, for things like, you know, you know some people come in for, you know, light bulbs or, you know, again, uh, yeah. things. Uh, again, you say the fast movers, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, some part numbers that are, you know, your people are always coming in for. And, and uh, yeah, even even like if you have, you know, um, a shop locally and I tell clients that, you know, you have to free again on efficiency for your uh, auto parts stores. Take a look at all your shops that buy off you. What are their fastest moving? What are the most common parts they buy? And keep them very close to the front counter. You know, and some people have a, a, a pickup store, a pickup area for those trades at the back warehouse area. But again, I don't want those products being 15 feet away. I want them within feet. So the customer comes in, they're right. Oh, yeah. Can you give me? Yeah. And that cut that trade has his stuff right away and he can get back to making his shop efficient because it's not taking 45 minutes to drive to you pick up his part and going back that's a loss leader for them too right 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 the more efficient your part store is 
you make that shot. I, I guess you know before we wrap up. I mean, if I if I'm if I'm a you know, I'm, I'm looking at my store and, and uh, you know, are there things I can look for to kind of get an idea about, you know, where uh, where I might have problems? And you mentioned, you know, having those long counters with the one kind of entrance at the end. Mm -hmm. are, there some, are there some other things that, that maybe I should look for and, and, and say, you know, maybe I can address this. Maybe I do need to do some work and, you know, it could make some sense. Yeah, your part shelving. Look at how how accessible it is. Uh, how wide the, the spaces are in between. You want to keep a minimum of three feet in between so two customers go up and down. Uh, so not one customer is blocking and then that customer has to go around and, you know, because people don't have time anymore. I, I, I was in the same predicament this morning. I had to run to Costco. There was two people blocking my entrance and I literally went around the other way. But it probably took me 200 steps in a Costco to go around. But I was just, you know, I had to come back home and get ready for the podcast. So, I didn't have time to, you know, wait for them. They, they were, you know, entrenched in wherever they're looking at and, you know, weren't in a rush as I was. So, yeah, there's, there's you know, uh, destination of your gondolas, which are the shelving in the, on, the, on the floor and then on the wall. We can have eight-foot gondolas with shelving. You want to have those properly spaced out. You want the products, fast-moving products, up front, slower-moving stuff at the back. You want to well display them very well. And I find in a lot of stores, they're hanging tons of uh, the old stores, not the new stores. So the old stores are in, inundated with banners, you know, that collectors would love to have in their garage at home, but you don't need them. They just clutter everything up. They're misinformative because you've got, you know, uh, ABC brake rotors banner here, but you got light bulb below it. It's only because that ABC brake rotor, you know, it, it fit on the wall and that space we had for that banner, but it's not what's underneath where the products are. So you want to, you know, label all your products, all your shelving properly. If, if you choose to do so, some people don't want to do that. They like to have the customer look around, but to me, efficiency is put, put the label, your products on your gondolas or have little, you know, banners, like little signs you know, six inch by 12 inch, you know, this is where the brake rows are. This is where the oil filters are. This is where the oil is 10 W 30, whatever, you know, brand it on the, or I shouldn't say, but, you know, post it on the, on the wall efficiently. And you can, you know, if you want the banners, you know, talk to your suppliers and say, Hey, you know, for X amount of dollars, I'll run your banner so often in my shop and put digital signs up on the wall because they're beautiful and they're inexpensive today. Right, right. And Put then a bunch you, of digital signs up, constantly moving around. Right, right. And then you, they can always be up to date with the products you're carrying and the products on offer and the things you want. Your to supplier, offer. yeah. Your supplier will send you a, a link to download all the new new sales, whatever there is, and run it on that. The stagnant stuff is going away fast. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks, yeah. Paul. Yeah. So, I mean, well, thank you. Yeah. Three, three, three things, uh, folks, uh, uh, store owners to, to look at. Um, being able to have eyes on the customer when they come in uh, for good and bad reasons, customer service and a little bit of, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, um, the security of inventory <laughs> uh, is good. Yeah. Uh, making sure that your counter people can get to the customer as quickly as possible. Uh, that efficiency actually will pay um, and, yeah. and really and really consider digital uh, signage as a way to have uh, uh, attractive current 
uh, signage for the brands you're carrying today. Uh, not the collector's yeah. edition banner from the 70s, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, muffler systems for your charger. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. they're great. Put them in your garage at home, you know. Uh, yeah. That may be your basement in your, uh, I don't know, can we say man? Take them, to a, take them to a flea market and make some money. There we go. Go to the flea market, make some money. All right. Thank you so much, Paul Reed, the showroom guy. We'll put the contact information and a link uh, to uh, where you can find what they're up to in the show notes. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, have a great uh, afternoon, morning, or evening, whenever you're listening to this. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we'll catch you next time on the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. Listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of Chat Integrated Media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.